Can our intentions influence the real world? That's a question that people have had after a brand new app became a viral sensation on TikTok, taking users to locations seemingly directed purely by their desires. But others have been led to strange, bizarre scenes and even dead bodies. Today, we take a look at numerous stories surrounding the app named Randonautica. Welcome back to Red Web. Welcome back to Red Web. We took a few weeks off there, Fredo, Ooh, but we're back. I enjoyed those few weeks because I collected my uh, my <laughs> mind and settled itself. And now this man we're back right away off the bat hitting hitting home. I mean, it, this this just seems so recent. Like, what is this? This like, is ongoing. How? This is happening in our backyards right now, all over the streets. First of all, I'm Trevor Collins, your resident mystery enthusiast. And with me, as always, Alfredo Diaz. Coming always in blind, coming in hot, always, always frightened. Always scared. <laughs> <laughs> always asking questions. Yeah. But yeah, this, oh. is a, this is an app that's gone super viral because it launched this year. It has a little bit of backstory in, in last year, but it launched in 2020. Uh, obviously, you could be listening to this in any year after this year. So it launched in 2020 and it's gone viral and it's been very interesting. Now, I want to go ahead and say this. This episode is going to be a little bit of a different format than our typical format that you might have come to know. Not immensely different, but this is more of a tone setting episode with a conversation of a dark, mysterious subject namely this app. We're going to discuss Randonautica and its limited background, everything that we know so far. Uh, but instead of diving into the very, very specific details, dates, etc., everything that you've come to know, mm-hmm. we're going to look at this as an ongoing mystery with stories that continue to unfold every single day. Ultimately, my hope here is to try out this different format, see how you guys like it, see how Fredo, see how oh, you damn. like it. Yeah, see how I like it. I don't <laughs> even know. This is all new to me. But also, you know, it's the spooky season. Stuff, you know, it's starting to get a little spooky out there now that it's around October time. But I uh, I knew this was coming. Yeah, to me, this feels very, very creepy. And I felt that it would fit very well with the upcoming season. (laughs) And yeah. This felt very creepy. So it fit perfectly. Yeah, it's perfect. It's It's perfect. Oh, my goodness. And I, I like to do these every now and then. But... I also want to offer a little disclaimer because this is an app. You can go off and download any sorts of apps, but much like any app that we may discuss on this podcast, we want to highlight any sort of privacy concerns that you might be thinking about. Clearly, if you decide to download this and take a firsthand look at Randonautica, you do so at your own risk. Now, I'm not saying anything nefarious is going to happen, but I wanted to take this beat and point out that things have happened around individuals, not necessarily to them. But there's also oh. the opportunity that what? an app can collect your data, right? Contacts, photos, browsing, etc. I mean, what happened? I mean, I'm you're jumping the gun. But you talking about just like, I mean, I'm not not. What I'm trying to say here is <laughs> when you say some things have happened to people, are you talking about the app? Yeah. Well, so they get in the app, and then it, so let's just dive in. Yeah, I don't need to dive in. My question would be to follow up. Which, Mm -hmm. don't answer this, it's just the question I'm throwing out there, Mm -hmm. is, why is this app still up then? I don't know. I want to know all about it, though, now. That I do know. Because we love it. We love to unsettle (laughs) ourselves and put ourselves in weird positions. But let's go backwards just a little bit, get a little bit of the background going on here, and then we'll dive into some of the incidents that have uh, really taken this app from just another app in the store to a viral sensation. Oh, Lord. Okay. 
So let's flash back to January of 2019. A man by the name of Joshua Langfelder first had the idea after discovering a bot called Fatum Project on the chat app known as Telegram. He was interested in how people could influence random outcomes with their mind. This is a subject that many people study and look into, but not a whole lot of ground has been broken on that subject. So this is something he's very interested in, and he built his own Telegram bot using some of the code from the Fatum project in order to generate coordinates. After which, he created a subreddit, r slash randonauts, in March of 2019. And in October, later that year, developer Simon Nishi McCorkendale made the bot's webpage, which you can visit at randonautica.com. And then another individual named Auburn Salcedo stepped in to help formalize this process into a business, into an LLC. So now it is Randonauts LLC. And then the app officially launched in February of 2020. So according to the webpage, it's, quote, the world's first quantumly generated choose-your-own-adventure reality game. So it's almost like an ARG that we've talked about in the past, but happening in real time and with no apparent through thread. It seems to be entirely random, but it seems to be something that, you know, like something like an ARG. But once you get into the app, there are different ways in which you can go about generating these coordinates. At the very beginning of the process, there are three different location types that you can choose from. You have the attractor, the void, or the anomaly. And now I want to play a game here just a little bit, what? Fredo. No, I'm not going to, okay. I'm not, I don't have the app up on my phone or anything right now. I'm just saying, if you were to pick one of these three location types, which would you, without really knowing much, which would you pick? Attractor, okay. void, or anomaly? Oh, void? The void. All right. So the void is in reference to the attractor. So I'll, I'll define what these mean. The attractor is a denser area with more coordinates for the app to pick from, and the void is a less dense area with fewer coordinates for the app to pick from. The anomaly is a stranger one, and it's considered the strongest type of location, especially if the user has a specific intention in mind. What in the hell? Okay. And so it takes, so this is how, it's basically figuring out, all right, how am I going to find your coordinates in the real world? And it starts with this kind of mesh of coordinates, an attractor probably has a lot of options to pick from. A void is probably much more sparse. So whose coordinates are you trying to locate here? These are entirely randomly generated. Or at least as far as we know, they're entirely random. Oh my god. What if mm -hmm. it's just like someone else's location that logged on and gave their location because they were using the app? Okay. Now you're thinking. Now you're okay. thinking with quantum numbers now. Okay. See, that's the thing is... And we'll maybe we'll crack into that a little bit later. But oh the next Lord. step in the process is to figure out which type of coordinate creation you want to use. There's two types. There's the temporal, or there's what they call the ANU, which uses the Australian National University's Quantum Random Number Generator. Essentially, this is just to ensure that whatever comes out of this is entirely random and can't be predicted. I would probably, if I were doing this, use the ANU system because it is as random as you can get, it's purely random. There's nothing mm -hmm. that you can try to predict out of it, right? It's like rolling a hundred dice. You just don't know what's going to happen. At this point, and this is the interesting part that I think uh, has really provided the hook for the app. It asks the user to set the intention for their quest. Essentially, state what you'd like to see in your destination or on your way there or what have you. 
Can you just state anything or is there like a list of things? You can pick anything. I think it's an open box. You can type in anything from the word like treasure. A lot of people like to put in glitch in the matrix. Some people like to look for certain signs. Oh man. You can put just about anything in there. Okay. And the idea is that this intention will affect the location of the coordinates that the user is given. And so just a little bit more about uh, the, the quantum piece here. The app supposedly uses quantum numbers in order to generate these random coordinates. And that sounds like hoo-ha, right? It just sounds like they're using the word quantum for the fun of it. But quantum numbers are used in quantum physics to describe energy levels of atoms or molecules or essentially otherwise describe conservative properties, right? like energy, angular momentum, magnetic moment, spin, etc. There's a lot of things that are conserved, like mass, um, and quantum numbers are used to describe those properties. Okay, science. <laughs> yes, science. <laughs> God damn. But ultimately, because these coordinates can be random, they state on their website and in the app that uh, there's a privacy policy, right? Don't trespass, don't endanger yourselves, be smart. Don't go fumbling into a train tracks like it's Pokemon Go, you know, just, yeah. be, just be mindful. And ultimately, that's all it is. It's a very simple app. You put in your intent, you offer a couple suggestions to uh, how you want your coordinate to be resolved. And uh, off you go into the real world to figure out where this takes you. And it's almost like geocaching, right? Like it's, yeah. uh, it's meant to send you out into the city or into the rural area around your location, wherever you're living. And just to put you on an adventure, essentially. But that's it. It seems pretty straightforward, but uh, that's when TikTokers got in involved and they started documenting their journeys. Obviously, there's that subreddit where people are posting photos of their journeys. They're basically putting, here's my intention word and here's what I saw. And, it's... and so let's dive into some of those incidents, if you will. Let's just start pulling on some threads here and, and see what people are finding. Real, real quick. I, yeah. I don't, man, like it's, it's very interesting. And yeah, you could definitely create, you know, us being content creators, you could definitely create content around that. But if I wasn't a content creator, I just don't see myself downloading this app, throwing in a bunch of things. And then even if it was close by or an hour away, going out to see what it is that it gives me, it just, it seems like a lot of effort. Maybe I'm too lazy. I don't know. <laughs> like it just seems like so much effort. There's a lot of effort involved and there's a lot of unknowns, right? Yeah. There's a lot of trust that you're putting in this random map when otherwise you could just throw the map out the window and start driving. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing about it, right? Like, it, I mean, there's so many apps and all these app stores and a lot of them are just junk. So what's to say it's not just going to put me in a random four-way street and mm -hmm. that's it. I look there and I go, okay, cool. I'm here. This is the yeah. location. Well, I think that's where the intention word comes in. I think that's what is really hooking people because you're going out prime to look for whatever your intention word is. And mm -hmm. if you find that it to you, it resolves that this app is actually doing something that your intention is, in fact, doing something. So, you know, we have a couple Reddit uh, posts here that I want to kind of highlight, but I want to culminate in some of the more interesting incidents that uh, that really sparked the intrigue and interest behind this app. So a quick cursory glance at some of these um, Reddit user powered by the witches. They posted that their intention was the color red, simply the word red. And that led them to an empty field next to a train track where they found an abandoned red couch, like a, a very uh, 70s looking <laughs> couch, just in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a field. And I, and I know that uh, other users have seen very similar things where they say, hey, I just want to see something unexplainable. 
and uh, they see a chair in the middle of nowhere. What that tells me is that the app updates somewhat frequently. You know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. granted, some places there'll be a chair and it'll be there until the end of time because no one's going to touch it and it's just mm -hmm. an abandoned area. But I mean, I would think, yeah, this I would put faith in this app updating frequently, which is interesting. Yeah. And I mean, we'll dabble a little bit with some of these thoughts with uh, in, the, in the theories section, but there's also the idea that that I think maybe is it's 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 looking at your intention word and somehow maybe figuring out maybe it's biasing not not in a uh, cerebral way but it's biasing the results in a calculated way it's saying hey you know we have a reddit user drake berserker here you're saying your intention is quote an ending and so that might bias the results to lead him to where he was led he was led to an empty grave in a cemetery which is very intriguing uh -oh. Damn. It's very it's like it's kind of morbid. poetic morbid like resolve to that kind of intention but a lot of people do end up in empty fields a lot of people do end up in cemeteries and i wonder if the system is already kind of biased to those locations or does it say well you said ending or you said something of this caliber yeah. and so we're going to start kind of weighing those coordinates a little heavier well, I would put in that ass and Ooh. just hope that it leads me to a uh, peach field. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> that ass. What if it just pinned you? What if it just slammed a pin right down on you? <laughs> it just said, <laughs> oh, shit. Walk okay, random knots. <laughs> turn around, look in that mirror <laughs> backwards. Now that's interesting. Oh man, yeah. I mean, now see, now it's starting to hook me on board because before I was like, okay, I type in some random stuff, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, it leads me to said random street. But now, I mean, it's you know, now it feels death, personal. It's a graveyard. Yeah, it starts. It starts to feel like there. There's actual kind of like thought behind it, mm -hmm. even if it's on a, a simpler scale, rather than just like. You know, here's a street. It's got red stop signs. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one one last short one that I wanted to touch on that I thought was interesting is that Reddit user DannyHKE, they put their intention as something a little bit more positive than your typical randonaut would. They put love as their intention word, which was interesting. But again, they were sent mm. to a cemetery where their younger brother was buried two and a half years prior. So, again, this kind of what? morbid air of curiosity starts to enter the field, but also... The, the intention word of love is in fact resolved by the location. It's it's interesting. And I think that this is really where the app starts to dig its claws, if you will, into, into the users. Because when it starts to resolve your intention like that, it almost validates what the, the whole premise of the Randonautica app is supposed to do. That your, your mind can influence the goings on of the universe. And in, in this case, it's saying, your, your strong intent, you're typing it in, but your your intent, they say, is is mainly supposed to be coming from your thoughts. You're, you're mm -hmm. really supposed to want your intent and that it is influencing the quantumly random generated number, which then will influence the coordinate, which then when you go there, your intent will have manifested in some sort of way, right? And so I think that that's really interesting. Maybe if you, if you think of the word love, it is because you're thinking of... Uh, a younger sibling or someone that you've lost or maybe it's that you're seeking for love and so maybe in that way it is influencing the coordinates whether it takes you to 
I don't know, a bar to find somebody. Uh, where, I don't know. Listen, I, I've been dating for yeah. a while now, so I don't know where you find people <laughs> yeah. anymore. But or does it take you backwards? Does it take you to where, you know, as this person was taken to where their younger brother was buried in years prior? And, and that's really where people start to validate it themselves, whether it's accurate or not. Uh, and then it starts to go viral because they share it with their friends and they have a situation that validates it to them. And so then so that's really where this blew up. So it's it's definitely taking their info um, and then possibly considering that for whatever algorithm and location it gives them, because if she, you know, if she says love and then it leads her to where her brother was buried. That's, mm -hmm. you know, the chances of that are pretty low for it to be random. If it's yeah, right. If it's truly random, if you were throwing a dart at a map kind of random. Yeah, that's 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 really why I think this app has so much so much leg. Uh, or whatever, so many legs, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or however you'd say that, like, it just has a good grip. And that's why it really took off on TikTok because when somebody has a strong narrative like that and you're showing it from start to finish in a linear kind of vlog, people are like, oh my gosh, this is so intriguing. What will it do for me? So I have a couple longer or more in-depth experiences here that are a little less like surface level. So we have Reddit user illustrious ad 5059 aka Taylor D. Her intention was the word spooky, which I know for a fact you would love to enter into the app, Alfredo. Oh, hell no. Because <laughs> see, now instantly my mind goes, this is going to put me in some haunted ass house. And that's I don't the want thing. None of it. That's the thing. Is your intent, is your assumption that that's going to happen, is that influencing the app to make it happen? That's the question. Oh, but her goodness. intention is spooky. And where would you know it took her but a trail in the woods? God, I hope she did this in broad oh, daylight. Oh, hell no. Yeah, right. I would go. I mean, first and foremost, you do this in broad daylight. Mm -hmm. You do it with like 10 friends. And a armed I mean? guard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like a what's convoy, a, armed guard. You give the cops your location. You broadcast it the whole time. <laughs> yep. You better live stream this puppy because I listen. Unless you're dead familiar with woods, you don't just go trouncing into the woods. If your phone goes dead or you lose a signal, you could be lost. That happens yeah, to people. It does. But anyway, she went into the woods on this trail. I don't know if she was alone or not, Christian. Do you know if this was during the day or if she had anybody with her? I do know it was during the day. I need to oh, double check God. and see if she had any friends <laughs> with her. Okay. So while you take a look at that, as she was going down this trail into the woods, she found a gravesite for a dog named Faith. She continued down the trail and then found an elegantly written note from someone addressing their friend. After looking up that person who had signed the note, it was ultimately discovered that that individual had committed suicide, unfortunately, a month prior. And it's strange, though, that the note itself was clean, legible, and everything. It was crisp and clean, despite that area being in the woods and yeah. having plenty of rain recently. And, uh, and the last note I have here is that she was able to find the original writer's friend to kind of verify the handwriting and the individual and that it was, in fact, real. And so that that is uh, truly, to her intention word, quite spooky. And it's yeah. stories like this that, to me, really spark the intrigue here. I also double-checked. She was, in fact, with friends. Okay, good. 
And I, I'm going to go ahead and go back to my disclaimer. I'm just going to keep tacking on clauses to that thing. If if you do this, God, please, just be mindful of where you go and when you go and all that. Be I think, careful. I think you can download it right now, but on their site it says that the beta is closed. So I don't know if you could get it and use it or if you can get it and it's just kind of sitting there for right now. I don't really know. That's as the at the time of recording this. But again, you could be listening to this anytime. So... Just be mindful and be careful. Anyway, let's go on to the next user here. TikTok user at MyKenArray. Her intention was death. Ooh. Now, this is, is, this is one that uh, I didn't see until looking into this a little bit more, but it is definitely, if, if this is something that you want to look up, her video and her experience, I offer a word of caution, viewer discretion, and all of that because it definitely is a bit of a more morbid result. But uh, as I saw it, she is recounting this story having already lived it. She is talking to the camera, she's in tears, but she's making a TikTok of her experience. I don't think she filmed her experience or at least didn't post it, which I think is a good thing. Um, but having recounted what happened, she put in her intention as death and it took her to a part of town where she found an individual who was lying injured kind of in the curb area of the street and was being looked after by what she discovered was the individual's wife. She got out to help the individual. She talked to the wife. She called 911 and uh, and spoke to the police to, to sort out what was going on. But we don't know if this individual did in fact pass away or if they were just injured and were taken care of. But it's definitely, uh, definitely made my heart sink and definitely put oh. a very dark image over this app you know, when I started to uh, look into this a little closer. What are, the, what are the chances that she puts that in and then walks over right when, at, you know, the right place, the right time? Mm-hmm. Right. That is... It's, it's strange, and it's corroborated as well by tweets from local authorities in her area that reported on this having happened, that there was a, a, some sort of assault in that area. Uh, a local newspaper further confirmed the report. So this is something that has happened. And she said herself in this uh, in this TikTok that she has done this multiple times with uh, with many different intentions before, and most of them were uneventful. And I want to highlight that she did in fact say that many times she's used this app with many different intentions, and usually they turned out uneventful. And that this is a situation that just happened to kind of line up with her intention of death and somebody being injured in a very critical way to to obviously need emergency help, but. Uh, it um, was very unsettling to to see her experience that or to recount her experience of that and definitely made me start to uh, to reconsider like my, my theories on, you know, maybe how this app might work behind the scenes in ways that we aren't kind of being told up front. Right. Yeah. That, and I, and I want to get a little bit I don't want to get too ahead of myself and we'll talk about this in the theories again. But this is where I really started to think, well, are your intention words really biasing? the calculation of the coordinate rather than the psychedelic waves in the air that influence the quarks and atoms of of reality into making something come to fruition i don't know um but this is where i really started to think okay if somebody puts in something dark like death does it start to look at maybe a higher crime area in your location and does it maybe i don't know i don't want to put that on the developers because that is quite the claim but yeah. You know, if you want someone to have something that lines up, you might say, all right, you're looking for something dark. 
we can find an area of a city easily that's relatively dark, right? Yeah, that's just weird that you'd even put that. Oh man, that's just... What? What about like the happy stuff? Right. Remember? Tell me about the happy stuff. Did someone put money that they find like... <laughs> Where are the intentions of like little puppy having a good day? <laughs> like, yeah, where's all, where's all that stuff? Give me give me the nice things. This yeah, is everyone, this is everyone's story of death and it's, ugh, it's dreary. It's dreary, and that's the thing, and that's what kind of led me to want to discuss this a little bit. You know, the the last thing I want to do with this show is. I don't know, capitalize on the negative goings on of the world. Uh, the last thing I want to do is make light of any sort of serious things that can happen. But uh, but of course, you know, it's a true crime podcast. We're going to talk about things that are dark and mysterious. And mm -hmm. and uh, and I think that the thing is, yeah, we, we could talk about people that put in red and then they find a couch. We can talk about the people that put in money and found a pile of pennies. But but what really stood out to me as we were re researching this, Christian and I, there's so many stories that end up feeling a little bit more nefarious than they should if this is all random. There's there's a pretty strong trend when it comes to these negative, these negative stories, and uh, and and again, maybe maybe this is a confirmation bias of sorts, and we can dive into that a little more later. But one last story I want to kind of highlight, and this is the first one that I had seen, and this is the one that really tipped my um, hat towards this as a subject in general. But TikTok user uh, Henry, UGH Henry, their intention was travel. Oh, thank God. Something a little lighter. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It led them and their friends to a beach in West Seattle. And this one might be the one that sparked all the interest behind Randonautica in the first place purely because of how well documented it was. And I'm mm -hmm. honestly surprised that you can find this now or maybe that it was allowed to stay up. But ultimately, uh -oh. uh, okay. they're filming themselves. They're heading to West Seattle, this beach here, and they're going down a pier. And once they get to the pier, they see kind of like a bunch of rocks down towards the waterline. And uh, they look over the railing and they see that there's a black suitcase tucked down in the rocks. And so they go, okay, well, we're randonauts. We're going to hop this fence. We're going to see if that's part of uh, our location. And they hop down. They they kind of, they're goofing around. They're joking around. They're teens. And uh, they, they decide that they're going to open this suitcase. And when they do, you just see a bunch of black trash bags inside. Clearly filled with something, but heavily packed inside. And uh, the text on the screen indicates that there is some sort of heavy, heavy smell. They called the police immediately because this is absolutely something you should do <laughs> they are smart uh they they backed away from the scene they didn't document anything beyond that it immediately cuts to the ambulance being there to the cops being there and everything but it turns out that there were the remains of individuals in that suitcase what yeah and uh that a 62 year old man who owned a house in the area that these victims were renting at the time apparently uh, they had a disagreement or an argument over unpaid rent and the this old man decided to take it into his own hands and ended their lives and uh, ditched what them the in, in the water and either high tide or some other way they washed up onto these rocks and they were discovered. So if nothing else, we're thankful that these individuals found this so this person could be brought to justice. But it's just like, ah. How does the app know? That's the thing. It almost seems like there's 
too strong of a correlation with these events happening for it to be accidental. Yeah. But I but I fully want to recognize the fact that there is a confirmation bias or a selection bias in play that honestly we don't know how many uh mundane stories we're not hearing. And that's why in the previous story I wanted to highlight the fact that yes, she had a very sketchy encounter. However, she did oh. talk about the fact that she's done this many times before and it was all uneventful. So you don't see all the times that nothing comes of this, but I just can't help but see that every time, or a lot of the times, that it does come to fruition in some, yeah, just... uh, I don't know, in some resolution or in some sort of way, that they tend to be negative. And so that makes me wonder, like, well, is this, are the batch of recordings that they have in dangerous areas, like bodies of water in the middle of woods, perhaps high crime areas around your your starting point like is that is it primed in that way or or is it just truly you're seeking something out and so whenever you get to wherever this is taking you your your mind is deciding well i'm looking for travel i'm looking for my intention word right i mean but still i mean the level of coincidences is just Mm -hmm. i mean i mean i guess if you're throwing millions and millions at the wall right something's gonna stick I think they said uh, earlier this year, 2020, obviously when it launched, that they had 200,000 users, and uh, and this is, and I know this because uh, one of their, I I assume that they're the developers um, on their subreddit is talking about how their servers are overloaded, and so that's the only glimpse thus far that I've seen into how many users that they have going on. Um, but Christian. Maybe maybe there's any uh, more recent figures that we can find to see how many people have downloaded or tried the app. Okay, so I checked the Google Play App Store, and according to that alone, the app currently has over 5 million downloads. Whoa! Okay. Unfortunately, the Apple App Store does not give exact figures like that, but that does further corroborate. I had read at one point they had 8 million downloads in total. Yeah, I was just going to say, based on market share, that would be about seven and a half million, more or less, right? Depends on how many iPhone users decide that they're into this. I, that's that's a lot of people. This app is yeah. super fun. And this is why, ultimately, before we get into any, any further discussion, this is why I wanted to talk about this. Because this is ultimately what Red Web is about. Yes, there's going to be times where we're like, December 21st, 1998, you know, something specific happened. But, yep. I, man... This is just so in the zeitgeist right now. I would be remiss if we didn't cover this. And it's so intriguing and so just like, it just gets my mind spinning uh, in a totally different way. Uh, I'm holding my head. You can't see it. I'm sweating over it. But uh, yeah, this is just really intriguing. But anyway, we have some questions that still remain, right? Like, is this app safe? Does it actually know what your intention is? And does that truly influence the location? Um, I want to do recognize. <laughs> Don't download it. Don't do it. it, it oh, what a trip. Uh, you know, we're going to have to do this, though, right? Nah. We're, we're going to have to do this. I got to right? stay home. I got to stay home. <laughs> Social distance. That's true. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, the privacy policy on their website in regards to the app's safety, you know, they put a bunch of disclaimers on there, such as don't trespass. Don't put yourself in danger. If this location is in the middle of water, don't just swim out there or whatever. Be a responsible randonaut, as the website says. And 
I think something that's important to note here is according to the privacy policy, the app does not collect user data, which I find refreshing in 2020. Oh. Um, and then it says nothing is shared with third party services. Now, <laughs> the little uh, conspiracy the theorist in me wants to say like, lying would be the least of their concerns if there is something nefarious happening here. I want to just say that. But uh, what? Uh, hopefully it is true that they don't in fact collect your data. Yeah, but I mean, man, the coincidence that that mm -hmm. one girl goes and... And wait, so a lot of the stories that we've been talking about, was yeah. this when they had a smaller number of people? These are over the course of time. Okay, yeah, so it could be various. We don't have the dates written down now, but uh, I know Christian was saying that most of these happened in the summer, around June of 2020. Um, but I think he's going to go off, try to find some of the original timestamps, and we'll loop back around to this when he's able to grab those and kind of reflect back on when some of these happened. But for now, we're looking at June-ish uh, of, of uh, 2020. And in fact, I know that the last story we talked about, the bodies were found on June 19th, and that the suspect was arrested just about a month later on August 20th of, once again, 2020. So... The app by this point, yeah, super hot, uh, very popular, bled into TikTok where it got all of its momentum, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. But uh, let's dive into some theories here. We've touched on a couple of them because this is a little bit more of a conversational format than normal. Uh, and so can't help but dive into some of your thoughts and theories along the way. But one of the main theories is that the company behind this or the individuals behind this is malicious or purposely leading people to these locations. Um, that's just a theory. Again, I'm not throwing accusations around. This is something yeah. to discuss. Um, but I mean, that's just an initial theory, right? Or just like anybody that's, you know, got their tinfoil hat on is just like, oh, evil, evil, evil. And they're mm -hmm. doing this. They're the ones that like cut the bodies up and right. all that kind of stuff. It's, it's weird. Humans, when it comes to things that are purely random, and that's probably the other key factor about this app that really hooks people, is that you want to find an answer. You want to connect the dots. We don't like when things are just purely random, especially no, when things seem a little bit too good to be true. And I would say, you know, it's not difficult to generate codes that search for more dangerous locations like high crime areas, like I said, cliff sides, deep woods, middle of the lake. And those are, in fact, popular uh, stories come from those locations. It's just funny to me to just, just sit there and think like this app, they're over here collecting data and they're murdering <laughs> people and then they're throwing red couches all over the place. Like, you know, yeah. they're, they're also planting doing couches. said like random thing too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It, it, it is weird. When you look at it through, like, you really pull yourself back way out of the stories. I don't really subscribe to this particular theory. I don't really think that that's what's happening here. But, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, uh, hey, if I click this app, I put all my, my information here, my intention word, etc. Who's to say that somebody else in some way is not connected to that coordinate? Or that coordinate was preloaded to let's just say you know you and i are in the austin texas area so maybe uh you know it knows that and it can preload you regardless of what you put in with a destination in austin and somebody could be there waiting you just don't know and that's yeah. what really unsettles me especially hearing some of those stories again i'm not you know convinced that that is exactly what's happening here but it does set me off edge a little bit 
I think it's a little scary and it, it honestly kind of I don't know why it reminds me of this or just like the suspense type of uh, movie where um, this person went and had a box there was a button and said if you push the button you get a million dollars remember that movie yeah and then would go and offer the button oh but then was like the consequence is that someone random would die and then they'd take that box and bring it to another person. And obviously it wasn't random. The person that would die would be the previous person who pushed the button. Mm -hmm. And so this this kind of gives me like, if this was actually like nefarious, you know what I mean? Like this, this gives me that kind of vibe. Or yeah. it's just like, oh, that okay, is, you're looking for said comp. evil. Yeah, you're looking for said, like, you're looking for death. Okay, well, the previous person <laughs> yeah. that was looking for that is now going to be the one that ends up dead. Yeah. Oh, oh God! Spooky, There's a whole right? yeah, movie see? we could make out of this. Like, <laughs> you would search for something negative or dark or whatever, and you're put into one category where everyone else looking for puppies and roses is put into a different category. Oh God! Oh yeah, gives me gives Ooh. me those that that movie's vibes. Jeebies <laughs> is what it gives me. And before we go into this next series, I do want to say that Christian has those dates. So hit us up. I do. So for all of the stories that we've talked about so far in the episode. Every single one of them happened in mid to late June with one story in particular, the one about the the spooky intention that happened yeah, on yeah, July yeah. 9th. With the, uh, mm -hmm. the dog and the note. Yes. Yes. That all happened on July 9th. Everything else was between June 19th and June 30th. Hey, so we're good, Fredo. We're way past oh. that. Yeah, you can Ooh. dabble with that app away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hitting a little too close to home i feel like all these stories that you're telling me are getting more and more recent and i feel like eventually they'll get closer and closer to uh to me. now yeah so we're recording <laughs> this kind of mid mid-september 2020 so yes it is kind of right in our yesterday's backyard i wouldn't be surprised if you know obviously we're going into october here if this app does go back live i know they're working on it to whatever whatever kind of modifications they decide to make I'd be curious if it goes live then and if this really spikes into the coming spooky season, you know, but wow. Okay, let's jump into that next theory. Uh, so this next theory is kind of based on the thesis of the app, which is that people's thoughts actually influence the coordinates, actually influence the reality around you in some sort of microcosmic way or in some macro, I don't know, but that it has some sort of influence. And that's all based on some, I guess you could call it emerging research or some uh, kind of fringe research. But anyway, we have a man by the name of Robert G. John, and he was an American physicist and a dean of engineering at Princeton University. So obviously very smart, very well, you know, oh, yeah. reputable and everything. And he founded the Princeton Engineering Anomalies Research or PEAR lab in 1979 to study psychokinetic effects on electronic random event generators. Essentially, uh, psycho and kinetic being your mind and physics uh, and how those affected random number generators that were supposed to be purely random. And he worked with a woman by the name of Brenda Dunn and she was his longtime lab manager. And together, they kind of claimed to compile a significant amount of findings that suggested direct causal relationships between a person's intention and what would otherwise be random results. Now, I don't know what kind of percentage difference we're looking at. Uh, if it's like a very, very small nudge, 
or if it's like if they're seeing some pretty obviously it's if it was groundbreaking research in a huge way like if it had huge differences we'd probably be talking more about it and we'd all be floating around and you know right uh, with our minds but that's really really interesting and he basically you know he believed that micro psychokinesis uh, allowed people to influence these events that there is some ability that we aren't fully aware of or haven't fully unlocked perhaps in our minds that can influence events and this i'm just riffing now we know by the double slit experiment that simply observing photons affects their patterns they can act like a particle and they can act like a wave i apologize if that's a little bit over some people's heads but essentially what i'm saying is uh, and i encourage you to look up the double slit experiment but simply looking at light can adjust how it reacts and how it acts in reality and that alone to me is that's always blown my mind and that's always kept me very very interested right. in in science and emerging experiments and stuff like that so it's very interesting that um you know that he's he's seen some results here with people's intention and you know nudging what would otherwise be random results quick everyone think positively <laughs> oh god please that's, that's it's probably too... a vicious cycle right <laughs> oh yeah that that's too much power man uh oh gosh but there are critics to this research psychologist james alcock found quote serious methodological problems with this research and and that's a real problem you know if you are so involved in what you want the results to be you might accidentally make them be or you might otherwise look over facts that go against your thesis um we also have physicist stanley jeffers who found statistical flaws in the results and then in 1984 the united states national academy of sciences formed a panel to investigate military applications of psychokinesis and examined john's work and they concluded in 1987 through a report that there was no scientific evidence of psychokinesis at all and uh and so yeah it sounds really interesting it sounds like there's something there he sounds like a very reputable physicist and engineer but you can't help but recognize you have a psychologist a physicist the u.s military in general and uh and they're all analyzing this data and they're coming to the table and saying like well i don't know i don't i don't think so yeah of course the government tried to get their hands on it of course the government was like oh, let's take a look at this right we but gotta, also we, of course we, we the, the government was pumping people full of lsd and saying will this give you mind powers you know <laughs> yeah. uh you know as soon as they see psychokinesis on any sort of paper you better believe uh, all sorts of military factions are coming your way to figure out if this is real or not because of course their intent is to weaponize it or use it in some way or you know positive thinking Fredo protect it from uh -huh. being misused uh -huh. sure uh -huh. <laughs> but one last thing I want to say on this going back to Brenda Dunn she said in an email to the Atlantic quote I would predict that the results produced with Randonautica app would demonstrate meaningful correlations only occasionally but more often than might be expected and so that's interesting she's but again she's she's she was doing that research with robert she could be biased but um yeah. she's saying that like yeah if there's going to be a nudge here and this is my interpretation of it she's saying if there's going to be a nudge from your intention it's going to be small and not super often but often enough to be noticeable and i and honestly 
to me, I don't know if I'm validating my own preconceived notions here, but to me that that perfectly encaptures my feeling while researching this, while going through all these stories, while feeling out the stories for like, all right, is there a trend here or are we only seeing the ones that are coming to fruition or resolving the intention word? It, and then also, uh, am I only looking for the negative ones or is there truly in fact a kind of a trend towards the negative ones? You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, like are we willing this all into existence mm -hmm. or right. type of uh, scenario here? But that's kind of the thesis behind the app in general, that kind of research. And, uh, and from a bunch of other reputable sources, it seems like that research might be unfounded or at least back to ground zero, which is back into the fully unknown, but not really being believed in. A lot of people, <laughs> as another theory, just simply believe that these stories are lies, uh, and that could be totally true, right? A, more, a majority of these instances seem to have no proof that they're telling the truth. You know, That's it's very true. easy for me to go to the Randonautica subreddit, take a picture of a couch in a field and say, my intention was couch and field, and, uh, and farm some karma, right? See, oh man, I feel like now that we're doing cons uh, a, a conspiracy podcast and everything <laughs> you know in the you know when we it's did previous episodes i was like nah like what if they're just making it up i didn't think that once this episode until really? you just brought it up yeah really yeah yeah i mean it's <laughs> worth considering it's worth considering um i have no real reason to believe this you know it seems like a at least the active community on their website and on the subreddit it seems like people that truly believe in the thesis behind the app that their intentions do impact where they go and what happens and so in that way i am inclined to believe that they aren't in fact just lying that people aren't in there acting as bad actors that are just trying to kind of ruffle the results um especially when there was a story previously where the individual had something very dark happen and then they admitted that usually nothing happens so what the hell yeah, so it's a little crazy, it's a little spooky, but I mean, mm -hmm. we keep doing it over and over again, right? It, it brings up the chances and the odds of right. you know, something happening. Right. I mean, if you throw a thousand darts at a board, right, going back to that analogy, yep. you're very likely going to hit a couple bullseyes. Even if if your eyes are closed and even if you've never thrown a dart before, you know, things like that are going to happen. But uh, that kind of leads us to the, the final major theory that we want to discuss here which is Whoa. that this is just a these are coincidences or examples of confirmation bias and i've kind of alluded that throughout the episode and that's yeah i'm tipping my hand you know that's kind of the area that i tend to subscribe to uh, but i do leave a little air of uh, of belief you know i am i am skeptic skeptical by nature i'm an engineer by background but i love you know i love kind of opening my mind to uh to the unknown and maybe what might be on the other side of that oh uh, well you know i am going to think the same way uh that's just usually mm -hmm. the way i think we're just like ah just just coincidence you know what i mean like mm -hmm. obviously random things happen in, in people's lives there's so many random events that are unexplained that happen and that's just bound to be there's millions and millions of people right. on this planet right so. And that's the thing too about the app is like when you put in your intention word, you could put in, you know, popular ones or treasure or mystery or, or anything like that. When you, a lot of people like to put in glitch in the matrix and they find some pretty interesting things, I'll be honest. Um, but when you put in something much more vague, 
you can bend the definition of what that is based on what you're seeing. Uh, I can't help but recognize, and again, I'm, I apologize to the Redditors that I might be referencing, but, uh, you know, in looking at some of the posts on the sub on the subreddit, there are people saying, I'm looking for a certain sign, or I'm looking for proof that this is that, or I'm looking, yeah. you know, kind of more open-ended things. They're looking for it, you know? They want, they're, they're trying to make it happen. That's true. Uh, but there are times where they'll stumble into some graffiti or a message, or I've seen... And this is where I start to go, well, did you plant this? There's like a message hanging from a tree. And they all say, this is the sign you're looking for, or in some way indicate this is a sign. This is your sign or whatever. And uh, and that's where you, I mean, that's where you really got to step back and ask yourself, what do you believe in? Because is your mind making that happen? Is your mind causing that to be? Or is it truly coincidence? This is where like, statistically, my engineer mind wants to say, yeah, coincidence, we're only seeing the ones that kind of line up. But, you know, that's the whole mystery here with this app. That's what's so intriguing about it is, is it in some unseen way, your mind impacting the reality around you, whether it be the location or like somehow Schrodinger's location, <laughs> like nothing exists there until you show up, right? It, like maybe, maybe a lot of these people too, I want to say, have quoted to say like the world is holographic and that it's rendering and that when you get there, it's rendered in a way that's built in your intention. Uh, and and it's, it's very strange and it's, it's very interesting, honestly, to read how some of these individuals, um, kind of go about using this app. A lot of people are much more straightforward, but there are some people that really, really follow this in an, in an in-depth way. Um, but I want to say here, we've, we've noted that after that Seattle incident with the luggage in the rocks, oh kind God. of near the water That's line. like the most extreme scenario. Yeah. Uh, I want to credit the Randonautica team. A spokesperson reached out and said that, quote, our first reaction was to reach out to the teenagers to make sure that they were doing okay. Uh, we sent them. a message letting them know that the intention of Randonautica is not to find something disturbing like this and that it was, quote, a very unfortunate coincidence. And so that kind of, you know, if if they're being honest and I want to believe that they are, that they're coming out and saying, hey, this really is random. And anything nefarious or dark or mysterious that happens like this, they're coincidences and very unfortunate coincidences at that. <sighs> Sometimes they find things that are so, like, precise, mm -hmm. I guess, you know what I mean? So detailed, so tailored to said individual. It's right. weird. That's weird. Why am I on this show? This is scary. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're on. Jesus. Um, it's worth, you know, it's worth noting also that similar instances happened when Pokemon Go launched. When you have these very, very popular apps that take you into the world and the world is filled with all sorts of people and all sorts of places. Yeah. Almost anything that you can imagine is out there. Uh, you know, when you're out there by design, by a path with Pokemon Go, or by Randonautica, by a random pin on a map, yeah, you're gonna stumble into some stuff and some things are gonna line up. But I wanna also quote Dr. Magda Osman here, a professor of experimental psychology at the University of London, and they said, you can't learn without being able to spot patterns and regularity. It is something built into the architecture of our mind. And that's kind of what I was referencing a little bit earlier is that we are pattern seekers. 
we go out into the world and and that's how we best understand things you see faces in the clouds you see faces in the leaves of trees and and that's how we can take a bunch of bunch of like infinitely small pieces of data and uh, and make it digestible something macro level so you can yeah and so what they're indicating here is that yeah when it comes to uh, random events you're you're kind of looking for it and furthermore with regards to dr. Magna Osmond in a study from August of 2020 she found that the average person experiences one coincidence per week but quote most of the time we forget them because they're so trivial and I think what's interesting here is by TikTok or by social media in general, these more niche coincidences, these more interesting coincidences can really capture people's minds and really, you know, their imaginations and go viral and can validate things that otherwise we might have dismissed and forgotten, right? Yeah, I mean, like everyone has a camera, everyone has access to the internet, you know, um, nowadays and even like everyone's looking for anything, right? Any form of content to to see or spread. And it's just the click of a button to see something and go, I wanna share this with other people. And then it's just as easy for those people to do it as well. And, uh, and the last point I wanna say with regards to Dr. Magna Osman is that they went on to say that coincidences can in fact lead to new scientific discoveries and a different understanding about the world. So I think it's a great way to end it with a little air of uh, what if, right? A little air of the fact that coincidences, while common and typically dismissible, can often lead to scientific discoveries, right? That's how we, for example, recently discovered that there might be life in the atmosphere of Venus was because a couple of coincidences lined up. People looked a little closer and said, hey, this actually looks a little sound. Let's go check it out. And so you know, leaving with a little air that coincidences might actually be deeper than just that. So that's that. That is Randonautica. What are your closing thoughts, Alfredo? How do you feel? Do you want to <sighs> want to download the app? You want to go out with me randonauting? Uh, that's a hell no. Um, straight up. Don't even need to think about it. Won't even hesitate on it. Um, yeah, that's just, it's just I'm gonna chalk it up to coincidence, right? Everyone's mm -hmm. going out there That's fair. trying to find these experiences. Um, obviously you're gonna find some. And I'm you know, people are, are just waiting, right? Waiting for people to find these experiences through mm -hmm. through this app. And then as soon as they find it, they they just like, okay, time to spread it like wildfire. Yeah. And and sometimes unintentionally, right? Viral videos just have a way with themselves. They just kind of get out there and uh and what you're you know, simple coincidence might be to you might be someone else's, oh my God, you've proven everything that I've believed about yeah. this world to, to somebody else. And uh, it's really interesting. And I hope you all found this kind of more unique angle of Red Web interesting. I would love to hear thoughts on the format, whether it be in the comments section on roosterteeth.com, whether it be in the reviews section on iTunes, whether it be in the tweets at Red Web Pod, where we're going to post some of the images that we referred to in this episode uh, but thank you all so much for, for enjoying this show. We came back after a couple weeks off there, but our intent is to stay weekly and stay going for the long haul. Hopefully we won't have any breaks moving forward because of your support. You guys have, uh, have shown that this is a show you want to hear, and I'm really happy to hear it because it's a show we love to make. This research is stuff that Christian and I would have done in Ooh. our off time anyway, uh, and so I'm chuffed over the moon about how you guys have received the podcast and i'm super happy to be back 
But I'd love to hear all of your thoughts on uh, on Randonaut. Review us five stars if you like what we're putting down here. And uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter again, at RedWebPod. If you want to hang out with us on social, see some ancillary content, stuff that might embellish this otherwise audio-exclusive experience. And don't download the app. <laughs> and and don't, don't download don't the app. Don't you do it. There's another warning. Don't do it. So before we wrap up, I want to leave you all with this. Go about your week as planned, but think of what your intention word might be and keep an eye out for oddities. Track them in your phone or on a sheet of paper. Feel free to report it to us. Look back on this after a few days and ask yourself, is there anything here? Sure, they might just be coincidences, random events, things going on without any real rhyme or reason. Or maybe, just maybe, there's more to the mind than we truly know. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you.